I'm Elise. And I'm Lizzie. And you're listening to Cool Moms Podcast. Are we on the air? We made it all the way to episode six. I was relying for, <laughs> on you for that number. Thanks for continuing to listen, y'all. This is Cool Moms with Elise. And Lizzie. And we are fresh off the heels of being in San Fran. Oh, <laughs> hey, San Fran. That was cute. Yeah, that was my first time in San Francisco. Our. Yeah, yours too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went for the In Good Company annual conference. Uh, it's put on by Katie Hintz Zambrano. Katie, I hope I pronounced your last name. Shout out to Katie and the gang. Katie's amazing. She's also um, behind Mother Mag and then, of course, the conference. And uh, it was awesome. It's literally a conference full of moms who, like, are passionate about (laughs) their cool moms. Yeah. They (laughs) were literally literally cool moms. Yeah. So um, from all different sectors, all different backgrounds. uh, And I went on to speak on the panel about creativity and motherhood. He did such a amazing job i was on the couch front row cheering on like "Ooh, i know her you and shout out to rajani yes the show yes and rajani was there which is really um fantastic she spoke about diversity um and inclusion which is ever important Mm -hmm. in an ongoing conversation and let me just tell you so i had a moment where i stand out stand out what do you mean like the pink suit you mean? No, I was feeling like my most boss self in that pink suit. But no, yes. I had a moment where I got to meet like a childhood personality journalism idol. I was sitting across. Yeah, yes. you already know. So I was sitting across um, at the speaker's dinner from Minya O, who a.k.a. Miss Info. Mm-hmm. And I was so. Oh, you called her her first name. Because <laughs> that's what she. That was her name at the conference. She, she was, was on Miss Info. She's also a friend of mine, and I had all of our lives. I guess we could say that. Absolutely. And I was pumped. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, you get in the same room as someone that you watched and admired for such a long time. So I was really happy overall. Mm-hmm. I had a moment with Miss Info a few years back. Um, Dolly and I had a show, and she interviewed us for our show. And that same feeling, I was like, oh my. I remember stopping and texting my sister, like, my gosh, we get an interview by Miss Info. It's like, and then to meet her in person, and I never fan out to anybody, but she just reminded us of our childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and she's really, um, her career has just continued to evolve, and I think she's it, she's a great example of like what a cool mom is, continuing to evolve with the times and following her passions, and I didn't know she was a mom, and so, mm. yeah, super excited about Miss Info. Also, Really, really excited about the like swag bags. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Katie, you outdid yourself beyond. I was going losing my brain. I was like, I'm taking everything in this suitcase, bringing it all in the suitcase. It was not yeah. even not one bit. I had to repack so many times. Mm-hmm. You know what was in that? I, um, I won't name any names, but that was really cool. Hmm. That I want to text you about what? the uh, the period cup. I was like, oh, I can't wait for my period to use yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never I, used one before. <sighs> I got my period now, which is really disappointing. But you said, I am. I've never used this. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah, the period cup was exciting. Got new bras and panties. Got also mm. kinds of skincare mm. products. It was really great. Like things that really make a woman feel. Loved. Um, I I think you and I feel the same. 
in regards to being in a room filled with so many amazing, powerful mothers, women, I was like, we have to do one of these. It's I, I just can't wait for you and I to put something like that on the East Coast um, and just watch our moms and friends show out. I think it's so necessary. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me, one of the best parts was uh, they provided childcare, which was incredible. Mm, very <clears throat> thoughtful. So, yeah. The babysitter that was there on site with me was like a young, maybe 20, 21-year-old girl and mm. still in school. And like to see her in that space, and she was like, you know, I just didn't know things like this existed, um, was really, I don't know, it was really moving for me. Um, so I, I think it's really fantastic to have like women of all ages, like we all need support and inspiration and visibility, like the visibility in the room of those women. So, yes. Thanks, Katie. Thanks being in good company. Well, in good company, yeah. actually. What uh, what did you do on your like day off? Oh, my gosh. I did so many things. So um, a close friend of mine moved to San Francisco, Sam Sam, mm-hmm. um, and we've been waiting to get up. And literally, she I call her Sam's List. She took me all the way. Like, I use I rely on her for a lot of, like, interesting culture. She's just a, such a humble woman. Um, we went out to some cute restaurants, some cute pastry shops. We went hiking. Mm. Um, we went to the Children's Museum. Cute. And spent a whole lot of money. San Francisco was effing expensive. Yeah. But um, it was just so fun. It was just so beautiful. Traveling with Aaron was really fun. That's your first time traveling with... No, have no. you traveled with Sergeant? Yeah. Sergeant and I have been on planes, trains, and But all by yourself. Yeah. I've traveled with Aaron out I've of the country. i with him by myself. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful to see how much help People gave you. People were like, okay. People were like hand in hand, hand and foot, just giving us help. I think for the most part, people helped us, but yeah, I don't know. I don't remember feeling like, wow, really impressed with uh, humanity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to you guys. That was beautiful. This week in motherhood. So I'm going to get into some kook talk real quick. So be patient, ride with me. This week, Venus has entered retrograde. Venus is the planet of, like, love and relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let the church say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's about relationships with self, relationships with others, platonic, romantic, etc. And so um, when things go into retrograde, that there's a shadow period. So it... Uh, I guess for lack of a better word, illuminates the shadow within certain parts of our relationships. Hey, Susan Miller. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Pay her. (laughs) So, so, uh, lots of things have been coming up for me this week in motherhood. I had to have a lot of, like, real conversations. Conversations with self, difficult conversations. Lizzie and I had to have a real conversation. Um, I had to have a real conversation with my son's father, I think I actually skipped that one. <laughs> I was supposed to have that conversation. <laughs> it was on my mind. Anyways, <sighs> I had a lot of real conversations with myself. <laughs> um, and with friends as well. So, But one of the things that I really appreciated about this time is that it's really been um, having me take a hard look at how I go about relationships with people and I have a tendency like when I feel disconnected, disrespected, um, just any sort of friction, I'm not always the best problem solver, like conflict resolution. I'm like a ghoster. 
I'm out. Me too. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really, if I'm not, if I don't feel like, <laughs> like almost like I, I'm so tethered to the thing that I have to f- stick it through and I don't really feel like that about most things or people, then I will just walk away. And uh, what life is showing me is that you cannot walk away all the time. You have to really learn how to work through things with people and work through things with yourself. So I also realized, I think I have been walking away from like, how do I honor myself? Part of this podcast was about women who make their passions and parenting a priority. And, I, and I've been doing that, but I haven't made myself a priority in these past eight months or so or more uh, since becoming a mother. I've been really like entrenched in motherhood, which has been amazing. However, I went to a meditation at <laughs> Heal House, which is an incredible space, a Black-owned space in Clinton Hill, Bed-Stuy area, and I spoke to my inner child. Mm. Yeah. What'd she say? Girl, love yourself. Ooh. <laughs> Why you treat me like this, Elise? Damn. <laughs> Be patient with yourself. Um, I also got into my uh, spirit animal. What do you think it was? A goat. Thanks. Uh, maybe. Why? I like goat meat. Uh I don't eat meat, but no, it was not a goat. It was actually a bear, and I was really surprised. And I found all these things, found out all these things from the shaman about what a bear represents, and a lot of it was about carrying the weight of a family, and I was like, wow, 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 wow. So yeah. Oh, wow. Lots of revelations. And the first deep breath that we took, I started crying. I was like, damn. Damn. All I need to do is breathe. (laughs) And you went with a friend. I did. I went with a friend. Um, who recommended it. And it was a really incredible experience. I totally recommend that space to everyone. And this you, is not an ad. This is just real life. You did send me a text message after I gave you a small vent. And you're like, you need that meditation. I was yeah, like, oh, I guess I do. Listen, I look, we opened our eyes and everybody was in tears. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> everybody just needed a breath. <laughs> so I had a really incredible time. With that, I purchased my first... Um, new venture into my self-care, wellness, mental health, emotional health. And that was some CBD oil um, from this brand called Lily. Also not an ad, but like Lily, you totally could send me some more CBD oil. (laughs) 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 So um, for those of you all who don't know, uh, CBD oil is cannabinoid oil. Cannabinoid? Cannabidol. I don't know nothing about cannabis anything. Oh, you can't ask me. No, I like looked up how to pronounce it properly. I believe you. <laughs> Anyways, CBD is found in, in hemp along with marijuana. The compound is found in both. However, it's also naturally occurs in breast milk. <gasps> yeah. How about that? Wow. The cannabinoids are found in breast milk. So um, it has a lot of the great effects of THC, but without the like psychedelic, um, sometimes hallucinogenic properties that get you like stoned. Hmm. I wonder if it has any connection of why we we're able to put our babies to sleep. I'm sure. Because that's one of the great things that it's good for is sleeping. So I've been having issues with sleeping. I've been having like extreme anxiety. I'm trying to figure out different ways to cope. Um, I mean, yeah, stress, etc. So what it does is literally I took um, a dropper full. I think I'm using like a thousand milligrams. <clears throat> Excuse me. Under my tongue. And like within... 20 minutes or so, it just feels like someone puts, like, a heavy blanket on me. Oh, my gosh. And then you just feel, like, a comfort and, like, okay, I'm not going to go beyond this level of anxiety, 
mania, stress, et cetera. Maybe not mania. How often do you use it? Every day. What's the recommended, how, however you want? Yeah, and you can use it daily. Okay. Um, you can use it for pain, inflammation, depression, anxiety, creativity, productivity. I mean, I it's wonderful. You think you kind of depend on it? Mm, no. Not necessarily. I don't think any more than anyone depends on the ways in which they deal with stress and anxiety. Okay. Whether that's binging out on reality TV, eating chocolate, going running. I think it's just a tool. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a, a tool to use. So I posted about it on our Insta story. A lot of people had a lot of questions. A lot of people were like, is it okay to use when you're breastfeeding or when you're um, expecting? And my rule of thumb, I am not a doctor. This is not... <laughs> We don't ever pose to be advice. Okay, I tell all women use your intuition, use your common sense. However, for me, if I were to take a Tylenol, then I feel okay taking CBD oil. Mm. If I'm going to take a pain medication and nurse, I'd feel I feel the same way. Well, really, I feel better about the CBD oil. Also, the reason why I like Lily is because it's like the plants are from upstate New York. It's all organic, et cetera, et cetera. It's all the good stuff. I'm getting me mine. Yeah, I mean, get some. Try it out. See what it does. If not, give it to me. (laughs) so yeah that's what's been going on this week in motherhood i've just been like really working on my relationship with self self and others and trying to like just chill the fuck out i'm turning 30 this month that's beautiful yeah i felt like i've been 30 for like the last 15 years of my life i bet you have old (laughs) as damn dust (laughs) hey hey Keep the dust out of it. I don't think nothing about dust. So, yeah, um, I'm just like looking to get all of my mind, body, spirit finances in order. <laughs> you know, coming and in, ushering into 30. Like ushering that. into a new year. I like that. Mm. Thanks. Miss, what is it? Lily CBD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lily CBD. Y'all check it out. I have to piggyback off of uh, the first half of your conversation because I did not join you for your meditation. But this whole Venus and is retrograde. It retrograde. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Lord, have mercy. And it's um, in Scorpio. Oh. Which you know is a sign of like depth and what? <sighs> it was honestly, I was forced, not forced. I guess as you said, um, I'm a take it or leave it sort of person. And I think I've been spoken to about myself over the years about I need to learn how to grow up and, and um nurture relationships. Because to be honest with you, I don't really give a fuck about relationships. It's like if it's working and it's good. You say keep... that and I you don't. lie. I know. You I lie get it. like a rug. You've been saying that from the beginning of the show. No, I don't. I okay, don't. Sorry. I think I have a selective group. Like there's some that I won't let go. Mm-hmm. Right? That I'm like, you got to work it out. And there's others that I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you rolled your eyes at me. I rolled my eyes at you. I don't got to talk ever again. We good. Like. <laughs> Okay. And yes, I know we shouldn't be that way. It's unnecessary. No. Um, because there's so many great, over, over the years I've learned that there's so many beautiful qualities about the people who I've introduced to my life or who have been, who've been placed in my life. And I need to honor those parts and remember that and not, um, not dwell on the, the one thing that I might have got annoyed by them and then use that as a way to distance myself or, you know, diminish a relationship or a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I say this because I've been having conversation. I had a two-hour conversation in the gap. Damn. And it wasn't, we weren't even supposed to be in the gap. We were just supposed to drop off something, and it ended up being a two-hour two hour life conversation. It was just like a lot of people have been 
needing to talk. We're just mm. standing there. And it was fully two hours. It was actually after the day that we talked mm. about a lot stuff. It was just I spent one day just talking and talking and talking. It was like shit. Like my cheeks and my chin hurt. Um, but recently, I had another one of my talks involved a friend who has been trying to reach out. She's one of my best friends. She reached out to me and had a, a sit down. And um, I didn't realize how much I've hurt her. It was a lot of tears involved. And mm. she crying. I'm just sitting here looking at her crying. I'm just like, damn, did I really do all this? I think her issue that she had with me was that I keep people at arm's length. And she's like, over our 10-year relationship, I've noticed that you do that to people. You keep people at arm's length. You don't really let people get to know you. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. What's wrong? <laughs> you know me for what you know. Whatever you need to know about me is what you know about me. But I did listen to her. Um, and I guess I took note, and I'm gonna make the conscious effort to, um, I guess, let people in. What <laughs> What about what she said? Like, really sat in your. This heart? is the only thing that mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And I know it's selfish, it's just me keeping people at arm's length again. The only thing that mattered to me was after the conversation, I said, oh, well, I don't want my child to feel that way about me. I don't want, the only thing, that's the only thing that kept resonating in my head. It's like, I did not want my child to feel that she, that I'm not vulnerable or she can't be vulnerable to me or that we can't communicate. I think that is beyond the most important thing to me today is that I have a beautiful growing relationship with my child. She depends on me. I depend on her. Um, and I know it's too early. She's nine months, but I just foresee when I had this baby, when she was in my belly, I just foreseen like us being not the best of friends, but just mother and daughter yeah. and everything that means what everything that defines to be. And, um, I just thought about like my take it or leave it attitude. I just don't <clears throat> want to impose or project that to her. So I'm going to make the conscious effort for the sake of me being a mom to, kind of not be arms left maybe elbow <laughs> i wish there was like a sound for rolling your eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh you got that yeah it's, <laughs> it's uh it's good to let people in it's there is strength and vulnerability i mean big I facts there it really really is because we are so conditioned as a people to be closed off and for somebody to be really transparent with their feelings like that's valuable i feel like i'm an open book I feel like I'm a motherfucking open book. <laughs> like I feel like I think that you are open to sharing a lot, but feeling a, not, a lot and then receiving a lot, maybe not the same thing. Okay. We're going to have another hour conversation. Wait, no, you mm-hmm. you no, no it's not going to be over right <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. But that's a good space to be in. It is. It is. I'm going to go to meditation. Maybe I'll shed one thug tear. Who knows? Oh, you will. You're going to take one good deep breath. Mm. And then be in that damn forest. What if I come out and I'm not? What if I'm like... Oh, it's okay. Just don't even okay. worry about it. Maybe okay. I shouldn't have put all that on it before. Okay. All right. No, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. I'm really excited about our guest this week. Yes. I mean, I'm excited about our guest every week. But I'm specifically excited because I knew this person before motherhood became a part of their lives. And now she's about to be a mama. We have. Rujeko Hockley, she is the assistant curator at the Whitney Museum, born all the way in Zimbabwe. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, she really relocated <laughs> to Washington, D.C., and currently resides in Brooklyn. And I run into you, my neighbor. I see your name is Domingo. Hey, Ru, welcome. Thank hey, you. Hey, neighbor. Thank you. We're not neighbors, though. That's okay. Be. I know you live in the Bronx from yes. listening Ooh, to the yes, show. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 
Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Super fan. Yeah, I was so excited um, to have you on because Rue has been reaching out like, oh, I've been listening, I've been listening. That makes us so happy. So happy. Before I knew I was pregnant. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was pregnant, but I didn't know. Right. How many months are you? I am five and a half months, Mm. or as they say, 23 weeks. (laughs) No, they like this week thing. It's hard to get into it, but yes, 23 weeks today. Congrats. Today's Tuesday, Ooh, right? Yeah. 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 I know, that's what you remember. You pick a day and yeah. like you keep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mine was like Saturday. Yes. Every mine is Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New day. Mm-hmm. It's a new week. Do you remember the moment? I'm sure you do. But can you mm-hmm. share the moment where you found out you were pregnant? Well, so it's funny. It turns out I've been pregnant since May. In oh. May, I did a whole lot of things that I feel <laughs> like I've decided it's fine. But I hope it's fine. Name one. Uh, I just was out a lot. I was like out all night Ooh. on like multiple occasions, like drinking a lot, just like doing the most, running the streets, which is like I'm 34 years old. I've had that time in my life and I hope it returns. But that's not like what I've been doing every day, every weekend mm-hmm. in the last however many years. So it was a little bit anomalous. <laughs> do you dance at and a party? Of course. Do I dance at a party? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I did dance at a party when I was pregnant with actually at Zoe Buckman's house, who was your first guest yes. at her birthday party. I yes. recently danced at her at a party. All the cool moms know each other. Love her. But uh, yeah, so then I like went, I traveled. I was in Germany for work. I went to Ethiopia with my family. In Ethiopia, I missed my period in Germany, but I was like, whatever. Oh, I was on birth control. I should point that no. out. <laughs> the implant or like what, the, what type like of The form? you know, the pill. The pill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, regular kind. The kind you can <laughs> Did you up. take the pill that <laughs> week? Kind. I don't know. Oof. I don't, literally have no idea how this happened. I mean, I know how it happened, but you know what I mean. I was like, 30 how many years? And here we are. <laughs> so in Ethiopia, my husband, I remember, he was like, you look very full. Oh, oh, full. And I was like, what is that? Full. <laughs> like, should I be offended? Yes. That I, should I be happy? Right. I don't know how to feel. But I, at some point on that trip, I was like, mm, no, I'm pregnant. I know I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. But I didn't say anything because I was like, oh, let's just, let me just process just hold on to this and then we came back and i basically like got off the plane came home like dropped my shit and like went to cvs and Mm -hmm. bought a pregnancy sidewalk to cvs and i took one immediately it wasn't sad (laughs) it was just like uh, no because it was a knowing walk yeah okay the knowing walk and knowing walk Mm -hmm. because i already knew like it was like i knew but I needed to like formally know right so there were two i took one by myself and then when my husband got home hank I was like, oh, no, you know, we went to some, like, event. And on the way home in the cab, I was like, guess what? And he was like, you're pregnant. I was like, that is correct. (laughs) But he thought I was joking because birth control. But I wasn't joking. And then we took another one at home. And it was like, okay, two is all we need. Yeah. Yeah. They're very accurate, as it turns out. Like, those P-tests. Damn. Very accurate. So this is a super baby already? Yes. She's wow. a super baby. She you wanted to be born. Out. I found out by accident. Oh, so, did you but say I'm it excited. out loud by accident? No, okay. no, no. I'm, people, other people know now. Okay, I've told other people before y'all, but now y'all know too. Yes. No, I was very like, oh, I want to be on top of my medical care and look at my own tests and not just listen to what they tell me. That, but when you do that, you find out information, like if it's a chromosomal test. <laughs> Guess what's also a chromosomal thing? You know, sex. Yeah. Yep. So you know, female fetus. 
It's like it like leapt out and like burned into my eyes. It was still a surprise. It just was a surprise like a month and a half ago instead of four months from now. Yeah. It's fine. Did you I, have did you have to think back to that time that you could have conceived? Were you like, ooh, that one time that we did that one I did thing. have to think back to it and do, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know. There's no time it's like I think when you're on birth control you don't think about, it's like, I wasn't like tracking my period. I wasn't trying to get pregnant. I wasn't, I was just like, this is the beauty of birth control. You don't have to think about it. That's scary as fuck. I know. All of my <laughs> friends, I'm like, they are all, I think, terrified. Like, yay, we're so happy for you. Oh my God, how did this happen? Can this happen to me? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're all, this can happen Jeez. to you. And it's Trust okay. Nobody. Trust nobody. And it's okay. And you know, if it's not okay, the ways that we deal with that are also okay. Yeah. There will be non-okay moments. Yes. It's yeah. terrifying. Also, Not gonna like, lie. <laughs> I mean, it's going to continue to be terrifying. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm really excited, one of the things I'm really excited about, about knowing you and knowing you going through this, um, like, evolution is, you know, you and your husband are, are obviously really entrenched within the arts. Um, Rue is married to Hank Willis Thomas, and I'm, who's a really incredible artist, you've worked within the arts. Um, one of the my most favorite things that you've done is that We Want a Revolution at the Brooklyn That's Museum. That's my favorite, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It, it, I mean, if you guys didn't see it, you missed out. There's a book. It's great. Don't worry. Boom. You can read the book. <laughs> Amazon. Yes. Um, how do you think art is going to play a role in how you raise your daughter? You know, it's interesting because I think... My husband is an artist, as you said, but his mother is also an artist, um, Dr. Deborah Willis, who just called me. I'm sorry that I answered the phone. (laughs) Um, She is a photo historian and a photographer. So Hank grew up in a house, uh, a creative home, and he was kind of like, I'm never going to be an artist. Those people don't have any money, broke down, it's a mess. And this is like New York in the 80s. So it's also like New York was broke down in a mess. Totally different universe. Um, so it's interesting, like for me, I, when I think of like, obviously I work in the arts, it's been my kind of career. I've been doing this for over 10 years now working in museums. Um, but also like what I do is kind of, it's not like I could do, I could be a book editor or something. I do a lot of kind of writing and editing and kind of shaping and, you know, I am not an artist myself. So I think when I think about how it's going to influence our child, I think mostly about like this child is going to hate us. She's going to get dragged to like <laughs> openings. You know, I've had a lot of mentors who have had children and they all are like, oh, yeah, there's like a phase where the kid is like, if you bring me to one more thing, <laughs> they like sit in the corner and then they just stop coming. And then some of them come back around mm-hmm. and that's cute. But I just feel like. My parents were always so, like, you do what you want to do, be who you want to be, like, just there's no expectations, no pressure, except for, like, <laughs> be great. Right. Be happy. <laughs> you know, be great. That's yeah. not pressure, right? That's yeah. just, everybody wants that. It's a little pressure. So I think, like, I don't know. It could go, who knows? Maybe we're going to have, like, some investment banker child who's going to, like, make all the money and, like, take care of us in our retirement. I don't know. That would be weird, though. It would certainly, like, take some getting used to. Yeah, I say that all the time. Watch mm-hmm. Sergeant be like this is yeah, what I'm saying. an investment banker. That's yeah. usually the go-to. Just something. But there's so many versions of that that aren't terrible, so I'm going to not prejudice it. Maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> Sorry to the investment <laughs> I know. Some is. of you are very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so can we assume that your parents weren't surprised that you chose a career in the art field? 
They weren't surprised that I chose a career in the art field, but I think they were a little bit surprised. Nobody knows what a curator is. No. Um, no. Sometimes I don't even know what a curator is, but, a, you know, it's a person who picks stuff. Let's just... <laughs> I'm trying to imagine. Who has an aesthetic. Basically, a it's a person aesthetic. who picks things at a museum. <laughs> Those are art things. Um I think that they thought I was going to be like, I was always a big reader. I was always into the humanities. I was a dancer growing up. So I always had creative stuff going on. And it was definitely a big part of my life was the arts. But I don't think that they, they, it just wasn't a job that I didn't know what a curator was until like, I don't know, my senior year of college, maybe. So it's not like it was like, this is my dream from childhood. I just wanted to do something that kind of used those skills. So I think that they, are not surprised that I found something that uses those skills, but I don't think they thought it would be this necessarily. I think back to what it would be like if I explained to my parents what a curator is. Like, what? Oh, a what? Exactly. A, a what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't make sense, Mm-mm. kind of. It's just like a job you don't know exists. Mm. Yeah, until then you walk into a space, like the yeah. Brooklyn Museum or the Whitney, and you're and like, People oh. make all those decisions about what's on the wall, and then when you extrapolate that to like... All the other things in our lives, magazines, you know, clothing, like people make decisions about all of these things, what we put on our body, what we put in our body, what we listen to, what we look at, you know, mm. so it's just another one of those. What would be your next dream show to curate? Well, exhibition? you know, I, it's funny because I'm kind of working on it right now. Oh. I'm one of the co-curators of the next Whitney Biennial. So this is a very well-timed baby because everyone incredible. everyone wants to have a baby in February and then have the biggest show of their life open in May. <laughs> That's what everyone is like, Ooh, please let me do that. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be tight. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen. Say prayers for me. Um, but that, so I'm doing that. And I think that's like, it's a kind of a dream come true. And it's been an incredible experience to be working on that. Um, in, I mean, I've been working on it now with uh, my co-curator since for like a year. We we were asked uh, almost exactly a year ago to do the biennial. And so half of that time I've been like, you know, pregnant. Yeah. And for like a quarter of that time I was secretly pregnant, you know, and like, no, there's no reason why I'm like holding this wall <laughs> and like need to take several breaks. Oof. And I'm like sweating profusely, <laughs> even though I think there's air conditioning on in this car, like can't get right ever. <laughs> But now people know it's a great, it's way better so to tell freeing, people. Right? Oh my god! Oh god! It was like a weight. I felt like a like I grew an in like inches after I told people because <laughs> wow. I just couldn't. I was so I was super stressed about that in terms of work, especially and that the timing that I mentioned. Do you did you ever have any concerns like now that you're pregnant? Are you like oh are these long hours going to affect me in the future? Like what are we going to do? Because mm. you know. With the other show, you said it took so much work. Oh, my God. And hours of work. I have so much. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I I and my husband both work in a field in which, like, nights and weekends. Like, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's like you can't be successful if you don't do that. But it's definitely, like, an expectation. But I'm kind of trying to think about it as, like, there are seasons in our life. And, like, we've had the season, both of us, deep. And that season's been, like, a decade plus long. Of, like, going to all the openings, popping up at all the things, like, knowing exactly what's happening. And I'm already, even before I was pregnant, was already feeling the kind of, like, I'm tired. Like, I can't, I don't want to go to an opening, three three openings a week. Like, so I was already kind of starting to feel that cycle kind of changing. 
but I don't, I have no idea. Like there's all these people in the art world who I know have kids. You don't see their kids. They're out of openings, all the same openings you're at, all the same dinners you're at. And I'm just like, where are your where children? Are your kids? <laughs> Number one, like just like heart wise, where are your children? But also like financially, like who is paying for all this? Childcare is expensive. Right. Yes, we are just for the record, not quite paid a salary that covers the most 24 seven childcare. Mm. Nobody is though. I mean, that, and no, you yeah. know, so I yeah, Somebody I worry is. about that a lot. But sometimes I'm a little bit like, ooh, this is a great excuse because being pregnant's a great excuse to what? not go to things. Yeah, what? It is a great excuse to not go to things. What? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> because that was just a good title. <laughs> being pregnant is a great excuse. To not go to things. <laughs> it <laughs> is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, people feeling bad for even thinking about inviting. I'm like, I'm pregnant, bitch. No, exactly. I can't go to your birthday dinner. Even if you go home and like, I still stay up way too late. I've always been a like, you know, a night owlish person. So it, that hasn't changed, but I just am tired and I don't want to. Side note, um, you mentioned dancing mm-hmm. and I got to tell you what's going on in my head whenever you mention you dancing. Yes. I just see you being pregnant doing the crybaby. <laughs> Maybe Why? we could do I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Baby. Because it's just so inappropriate because she's pregnant and it's she's on the floor. Yeah, you know, no. Getting the floor. I don't know. So I, I haven't tried that. that. No, that's okay. like, that's too much. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe, maybe around like, if I'm still pregnant at like 43 weeks or something, that would be like how we get don't her out. Don't even speak that. I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, some pregnant women should try it. That's I mean, some pregnant woman has tried it yeah. because that's the reality. Like the mind blowingness of every single human on this planet <laughs> live now, will live, ever lived, having got here this way. Everyone's, someone's done everything right. that you can think of. A thousand percent. While pregnant. Absolutely. Nothing everything. is new. Nothing. <laughs> so you, you talk a lot about, and Lizzie and I talk quite a bit about this in terms of our relationships with people, but specifically I met you kind of in the context of girl gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> TM. <laughs> Naima, get that copyright. Quick. Mm-hmm. And um, this group of women that, that you are surrounded by, like really inspiring women but none of them are mommies right so how has your relationship (laughs) evolved with uh the women in your life Mm -hmm. now that you're Mm -hmm. in this new stage it's crazy so i think i have girl gang who are all like a little bit younger than me um and at kind of different stages in the kind of life career family whatever and then i also have a group of friends from college who are all like on the other side of it, like some of they're on to their second kids, oh. been married, had kids. So it's really interesting to be in the middle because for on that side of it, I'm like the last. Mm. But on this side, I'm the first. And so it's an interesting like kind of go back and forth between that. In terms of girl gang, I think it's like it's kind of beautiful because I think I had so much. I told you, I think, Elise, mm-hmm. um, I had like I had a total like weepy meltdown with Hank where I was like, oh, my God friends like what are you gonna hang out with me don't you won't that. y'all are gonna be friends with me oh yeah Absolutely. we will but like your other but you will have friends, friends. You no will. you're gonna have but us. i was basically like you know and that's like that it was like i went he was like you should just go you should just go like they were all going to our friend ashley's how her parents house in new jersey for the weekend like pool party whatever and i was like i'm pregnant nobody knows like i can't drink like what i'm not gonna be fun and he was like you should just go i think you just <laughs> hang out with them and it'll be right. fine and it was great and like i told them i was pregnant at the end you know it was like 
all good. When I got there, they were like definitely too wasted for me to tell them that I was pregnant and have it like be retained. But you know, that was good because no one was checking for what I was doing. Exactly. Which is always the case. No one is ever checking for you. <laughs> That's the lesson of pregnancy for me. Nobody is paying any attention. People are not observant. They're all in their own thing. You know, so this reminds me of do you watch Insecure, Lizzie? I've seen the, that episode. Yeah. Yep. Do you watch Insecure? Oh, my God. Yes. The, the Coachella mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. The Coachella <laughs> episode where, like, you're sitting in the car and she's just like, things are different. Things yeah. are different. Yeah. And that's inevitable. Like, and it's real. But so I think, like, yeah, I definitely think about it a lot. And I think that all of those women are just, they're super supportive and loving and generous, wonderful people. And I think they're also like, oh, shit. Like, this is happening. Like, somebody is having a baby. Mm -hmm. Like, our friend is growing a person. And that person is, thank God, a girl. So she can just get up and girl gang. (laughs) Um, But we take boys, too. Don't worry. Sergeant can come. Thanks. Um, But, you know, it's just like, it's kind of profound, I think, to see the different life stages unfolding. That's what happens when you have friends over many years, you yeah. all go through whatever, whatever different relationships, like the shitty ones, the good ones, the good jobs, the bad jobs, and then somebody gets pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, did we become adults? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's the most adulty thing I've done by far. Same. It's inescapable. <laughs> Even more adulty than getting married. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. By far. By yeah. far. Like, this is not going anywhere. Never. Actual factual. Never. Like, it doesn't really matter what else happens. I'm still going to be someone's mom. Forever. Yes. That was the weight of that experience for me. Like, I've never done anything forever. Mm-hmm. It is forever. Ooh. And you're responsible for that it's person. It's still scary. Absolutely. But and- the, the beauty in it also, though, is that, yes, you are responsible, but it is maybe more of a Western concept that, like, you raise your child, but, mm-hmm. like, you have a community of people yes. to help you yes. raise this child. Thank God. <laughs> you do not have to impart every ounce of knowledge that they gain. Like, they're going to get so much from the people that you surround them with. Yeah, including, like, someone to feed them, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the both the more conceptual <laughs> things as well as the literal. Very like, practical. hold this baby. <laughs> I gotta go to Hold my baby. Hold my baby, please. Literally. Like I say that quite often. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to say it. I just put my hands out like, hold my baby. Well, and it's hard. Like, Lizzie, what you were talking about, about holding people at arm's length, I feel like that's something that people would say about I shortened it to elbow. I shortened it to elbow. You did. I'm sorry. Elbow. (laughs) But, and I think about it, it's interesting that you were talking about it in terms of your daughter, because that's real. Like, all the things about myself that I'm like, "Eh, that's not the best thing. (laughs) There's other things I like more about me. When you think about having a kid, you're like, but I don't want her to feel, I don't want her feelings to be hurt, like how this person's feelings are hurt. It is a reckoning. It's real. It's so like, sometimes I just want to pause. Your mom is from Zimbabwe, correct? My mom is from Zimbabwe. What was the relationship between you guys? She's delightful. Uh, My mom is from Zimbabwe and she is definitely a person who also, I think someone would say, is a little at arm's length. And so for me, I'm a little bit like, okay, what did I... Like, I definitely, I am very independent. I've always been very self-sufficient. And, like, I'm going to do it by myself. I can do it by myself. And that definitely is, like, a thing, like, that's been in me. I think personalities are shaped. I feel like this person in my belly has a personality already. It's, like, weirding me out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She seems cool. But, (laughs) But it also is, like, I was raised that way. And especially kind of by my mother. And so... Yeah, my mom just retired. She worked for the UN for many years. She was like one of 
if not the highest, one of the top like three highest African women in the organization. Wow. She's a super badass. And so, wow. you know, I've always felt like, okay, well, m- me too. Gonna just, there's not another option because oh. can't not, what, what's your excuse? Like, Ooh, I'm an only child. What's your Grew excuse? up in the U.S. Like my parents were always giving me, they gave me everything I needed. My mom like was born in Zimbabwe in the rural village and like became one of the top three people in the U.N., a- African women in the United Nations. Like, and you watched that happen. Yes. Yeah. And I was there. Like she started working for the U.N. in 1989 when I was five. Wow. And so, yeah, we, my mother, my mom and my dad and I, like we, <laughs> we all grew up together kind of in that way as as all families do i think but i really especially in that way so it's interesting like i'm older than i was when my mom was when i was i'm older now than my mom was when i was born doesn't that mess you up in the head because you have to when you hit your 20s you start to think back like this is what you were doing at my age and i'm sitting here on instagram scrolling yes like being out all late yeah like wait mom you already lived you were 20 and you lived on your own and you did this and this is what i'm saying and so from really even a young age i was like oh no like my life is not even comparable to the life that she lived and so i just gotta get it together well i think a lot of people would disagree yeah just in terms of the things that were hard is more what i mean like the things that were hard and I mean, everyone has hardship in their lives, but like there's hard and there's hard. And you kind of <laughs> I think especially when you have immigrant parents in some ways, you're like, oh, yeah, let me not. Yep. What, what am I complaining about? <laughs> yep. This is all fine. This flush toilet is nice. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, and that's that yep. basic real life level shit. Yep. What kind of um, traditions are you looking to start new traditions with your family? I don't know. That's like something that I really think about a lot. Like. I don't when I think about like what were the traditions of my nuclear, my original family, mm. if you will, my little triangle only child family. <laughs> um, I don't know exactly what they are. There's like things that we kind of all believe in and that we all do, but there's it's not like, oh, and this is how we celebrate Christmas or this is you know, I would say it's like a way of being in the world in some ways, which mm. is funny when you grow up and you kind of have your own family, you start to be like, Some of those ways are weird. <laughs> or <laughs> problematic or bad (laughs) let's just call it what it is yeah i don't know i'm thinking through some of that stuff about like what are we gonna do i don't know i'm too busy trying to figure out like how you have a baby what some of these sometimes you can't figure that out sorry that's the answer (laughs) like a physics problem that i can't (laughs) quite grasp it just happens (laughs) one way or another she's coming out so like you can kind of rest in that I spent 40 weeks trying to figure out how a head was going to come out of my vagina. Mm. I'm still trying to figure Mm. out how a head came out of my vagina. Mm. So you still don't know. I still don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I don't know. What traditions do y'all have? Uh, I don't know. I was talking about this today. It came up today because um, I saw uh, a friend on Instagram posted a question about, oh, it was Kai, another one of our guests. Mm -hmm. All the cool moms. Kai had posted posed a question to Instagram um, about what kind of traditions um, do people celebrate, non-Western traditions, mm-hmm. and I guess holidays, for lack of a better word, in their families. And it had me really considering because I there's a lot of holidays like Christmas and Thanksgiving that I'm not particularly interested in celebrating for one reason mm-hmm. or another. Not so much spirituality, but just like there's a disconnect. We all know Thanksgiving 
coming off the heels of Columbus Day. <laughs> right. This is a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not pretty. No, mm-hmm. I don't think we need a day to just eat good food and hang out with family. We can just do that on a Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sundays. Yeah. Exactly. Or a Sunday. So um, I'm really I'm not quite sure either. Mm-hmm. What what are the things that I want to do? I really love my birthday. I really like birthdays being a big mm-hmm. deal. Like this is when you came into the world. It's so yeah. special. It's so special. Yeah. Do you believe in the idea of I know in Korean culture they believe in the idea that I'm gonna adapt of um your child's birthday is your birthday? That Ooh. feels like it's literally true. I'm like Solid. it's like my mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah, it's like my mom's birthday. Like yeah. I yes. didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. She did all the work. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you also, I mean, I'm sure you've said this before, you literally um birth yourself when you birth your child. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's a whole new it's a whole new, new world. <laughs> 90s I babies. Know, I don't know the the goes after but all I know is the da, da, a new da, horizon. Da, da, da. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. I like this this Korean tradition. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. maybe something that people can like yeah. hit us up about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've always liked birthdays, I think. I mean, you know, part of it's like selfish. It's fun. You get yeah. stuff. People yeah. are like, you're great. But on a like adult growing up level, for sure, it's like, it's really, it's like, what is more meaningful? Like, totally. Nothing kind of has ever happened that is more meaningful than that and on some fundamental level. Exactly. It's also like... um Another way of celebrating the new year. New Year's is my favorite holiday. Really? Yeah. I like to meditate on New Year. Same. Because for me, it's a a big, like, refresh, restart. Yeah. And I can see, like, I was not that into New Year's, but Hank is very into New Year's. But in the same way. Yeah. The reset and the like Meditating. setting meditate. Attentions. Like yeah, like make a nice meal, like mm-hmm. really be together. Yes. And I can kind of see, you know, assume it because you know, I know we're not we're not gonna have any social life when we have a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's people make, will come over. I know. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can see making people. New Year's like a kind of home like instead of being like we gotta be out, because that's been a mess for years. I haven't mm. wanted to be out on the streets in New Year's anyway. Cause that's totally. like what? terrible. Because I don't know. No, I'm saying like what? Yeah. I don't know how people do it. I'm always very scared too. Me I feel too. Like happen. It probably will. <laughs> oh, like St. Patrick's Day. Dangerous. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I feel like the last but time we went out I can see that as a tradition to like and that's like a really nice tradition maybe for a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know? very oh yeah. I had Actually, one of my most memorable uh, New Year's growing up, my mom was out of town for whatever reason, maybe Uh-oh. probably for work. <laughs> I didn't invite you. Why did you? Because I was just talking to you about like, I just think you were just. Oh no, I was young, so shit was not going down. Oh okay. This is actually a very PG sweet story. I was talking to Elise. Elise was like a troubled kid. Like she was. Wait, troubled? Well, like you were tr- you did bad things. Troubled. Exactly. Troubled. You did bad things. <laughs> And I was like, yo, your mother still loves the shit out of you. You did some bad things. First of all, my mom doesn't know about most of the You're no, like, she doesn't she listen to this. Please don't blow up her spot like she that, She totally listens. <laughs> I was young. This is actually a sweet story. <laughs> this is like Y2K <laughs> yes. time, Weird. right? Everyone's really freaked out. The world's going to end. Okay. Computers. Mm. And... Um, it was just my dad and I before my siblings were born. And then it, um, when the clock hit midnight, we ran outside and he had silly string and we like sprayed each other silly string. <laughs> oh, that was like, sweet. yeah, and, like listen to Prince. We're going to oh, party like see. it's 19. That is a very PG. That's G. Yeah. Thanks. G. Yeah. yeah. Not troubled not or troubled. Trouble. 
sweet. We won't tell yeah, all the and stories. those are the kinds of things you remember. Yeah, really like the simple good mm-hmm. stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about that. Um, to have those memories with Sergeant. Yeah, me too. What are you, you gonna know? do this New Year's? I didn't think that far. I didn't either. Absolutely I not. I haven't mm-hmm. even. I, I have skipped over because Sergeant's birthday is after the New Year, just like Aram's. Yeah. And so, I'm more like, oh. What am I going to do for a birthday party? responsible for Ooh, a party. Birthday Who got party. money for that? But it, it's not even that. It's like, it's yeah, January. Blech. I'm a February baby, so I will say. So did people not show up to your birthday? <laughs> there were a few blizzards. There were a few snowed out birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, when you grew up on the East Coast and you have those winter birthdays. But, Damn. you know, I still loved my birthday. Wait, your due date is in February, February 5th. And my birthday is February 2nd. And my mother-in-law's birthday is February 5th. So it's Aquarius Freaky, Nation. Deaky. And I know it's a window, not a target, that due date thing. <laughs> wow. But still, I kind of am like, you can have my birthday. We can have it together. Yes. I'm not mad. Ooh, that's cute. Yeah. And I love my birthday. Same. My birthday's a real holiday. When's your birthday? April 7th. Oh. got to tattoo that. Oh, my. <laughs> Text you. April 7th. <laughs> <laughs> birthday. God. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> one um one of the things that I did when I was pregnant, and I'm so excited because both of us mm-hmm. are fresh off the heels of pregnancy yes. and the things that, that I can remember. I had a mentor tell me, create a time, a thing that you do every single day during your pregnancy with your child, whether it's you doodle a picture, you listen to a song, you sing to them. Mm. Like so my thing was getting up in the morning and dancing, mm. right? I would listen to music a lot of times, Stevie Wonder, and I would dance. Yeah. Is there a thing that you have that you do? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like they're all like, the like. <laughs> I eat, I have a smoothie. I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it That's feels hard. like a lot of pressure to get all the things you need to keep this person going. But that's not really that fun. But I have like really gotten into that. Like, I don't know, just breakfast in general, I will say, it was never a big I've never cared about breakfast. Never cared for I don't it. Never understand cared about people it. Who don't care about breakfast. I, I care about me either. I love it. I don't know. Like, I think it's because like I've worked in like a kind of nine to five situation for most of my adult life. And I like to sleep more than I like to get up and like make food. That's the real that's the I choice that I make. And I take too long in the shower. <laughs> And I take too long to get dressed. And i that's the thing that has to go. Yeah, I get it. But now, I don't know. I feel like that is something that, like, does. I kind of like it. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is something that I was just talking to my friend, Sadie. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, like, doing all this healthy eating. And I go to yoga. And I, like, I'm healthy. I drink all this water. like, Which is, like, how she lives normally. <laughs> oh, She's <God>. not pregnant. <laughs> I was like, this She's is like, nice. You're doing basic shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I'm like, maybe I should, like, continue, like, a couple of these things in the postpartum period because, mm-hmm. you know, they're healthy. But I don't know. That's, like, something. But that's something to think about. Maybe I'll start. I have a couple months left. I can, I totally. can start some daily routines. Yeah. Do you feel like it was useful or you enjoyed it? In, is it something that you kind of go back to now? Like, Absolutely. is this something you do with Sergeant kind yeah. of thing? Sergeant and I really dance cute. together all the time. We love to dance. He loves music. He's so silly. Aww. Yes. So definitely that. And then also singing. I would mm-hmm. sing You Are My Sunshine. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> when he was still like very much a newborn, like the first three months, I was so hormonal that I couldn't get to like the second verse without. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're like, I'm sad. Is this a happy song? <laughs> 
just alone and crying. Sergeant looking up. Can you finish the damn song? Right. I want to know what happens at the end, mommy. <laughs> Can you finish the damn song? <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, I think a great piece of advice that I got was like create mm-hmm. that that moment for you and mm-hmm. baby. Okay, I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna upgrade from like eat. <laughs> upgrade from in the eat. morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want you to stick around because we're going to have our DM slide in a second. Oh, I love that part. Mm, Good, good. And this one was super fun because this was a in-person IRL DM slide. What? What? Oh. Yeah, so I I I was walking. (laughs) I'm going to tell you. (laughs) So I was walking. (laughs) I was going into a new coffee shop um, and there was a woman in the window who had a baby go in we start chit-chatting i have sergeant with me and she's like oh my god yes you do cool moms it's like oh shit yeah i do cool moms that's cool oh that's know. us mm-hmm. that's us. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. me and the other bald chick and <laughs> <laughs> y'all i mean side Ball note y'all are inspiring me because hair has been a real thing on my mind in this oh, pregnancy honey let it go when you have that exactly. baby exactly should i let it go it. now or should i let it go later later okay. let your hormones and shit settle oh, it's yeah. gonna be much yeah. to get used to once you have the baby in your yeah. body no. you don't want to be hormonal you shave your head and you're like oh i look Dude, crazy <laughs> <laughs> yes oh god <laughs> <laughs> Napoli ever after oh dear that was not good i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay i really liked it but i think i really liked it because I knew I it was bad it. Exactly. and I watched it alone. It's same. I liked it like it wasn't good. It was like a not good thing that I'm enjoying. Yes. But continue. In real life. In person. Napoli ever after. I had this moment with this other black woman. <laughs> so <laughs> um, she's talking to me and I actually filmed her question. Her. Um, oh, wow. Like, yeah. It, I thought it was like a really this cute moment. So cute. Oh, you filmed her question. I did. Ooh. You don't even look at her Insta story. Lizzie. Uh, There's a lot of It's fine. The internet I put is it vast. on our Insta story and I was like, you can record it and then get people pumped about what's to come. Really thought this was like crafty thinking. So, anyways, her name is Cynthia Simpson. Uh, she's from Brooklyn. She's hey, Sin. Hey, Sin. <laughs> and so her question was How do you balance intimacy with having a five month five month old? I never seem to have any time or energy to have sex. And I think this goes beyond having a five-month-old. Mm-hmm. Five-month-old. I think this goes beyond having a child or not having a child. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really relevant question. We can swoop it around the whole table. No, do we have to? Absolutely, because really, Lizzie, this is a question for you. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I think it's a question for Lizzie because Lizzie consistently has sex <laughs> more than anybody. All your business. I mean, more All your than business, out of the two of us, you have way more sex <laughs> than I have. Oh, my gosh! Lizzie, you're like married. You live with your man. Nobody knows I have sex. Now they do. Oh my God. Well, you know they I do because you have a baby. No, I didn't have sex. I had my baby. <laughs> That's not immaculate conception. That is. I didn't have sex. I had my baby. Anyway, I did Liz. not have sex. I had my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something inappropriate, like I swallowed it, but that's not what oh happened. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny though. Happened. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> so, Lizzie. I'm going to ask you very specifically. How soon after giving birth did you start having sex? Two how weeks. soon did you? Oh, how many? Damn. What happened two, was. Two? Is that what she said? <laughs> oh my God. 
Is that like we're against medical advice? <laughs> it was fine. against medical advice. Okay, good. It was against medical Everyone's advice. Everyone's fine though. And I was just and for me, I was just trying to be a team player, to be honest. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's ow. Really what it was. I'm really like ow. Yeah, I just it, clenched yeah, my whole situation. I felt, I felt that way. I was like, oh God. And I crossed my heart, I crossed my vagina, I crossed everything. I was like, God, <laughs> God bless what's about to happen to, <laughs> to my body. <laughs> After what just did happen After, to my body right. two weeks ago. <laughs> so it happened. Days. <laughs> I was like, God knows that everything's about to fall out. But guys, it ended up being better. Oh. Um, better than you thought or better, better than before? Better than before. Interesting. After having a baby, I don't know if things shifted. Huh. I don't know. Well, that's like but positive. Sex feels great, Tur. Mm. Crazy. Great, Tur. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I had to sneak the nice great. Turn. Turn. Yeah, okay. okay. So, well, then, wow. how do you figure out how to have the time? You know, I was a person who would have excuses, like, yo, man, I'm mad tired. <laughs> like, obviously, but no, like, go, nah, what happens? Because Akeem knows I don't like to eat and then have sex. Because I think it's, I don't want to feel you're full. Oh, I don't want to fart. Oh, I hold farts in for a dear. Yeah, and I don't want to. Oh, it's just like an uncomfortable moment. You're just like out of it. You just hope that it like goes the other way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then it comes back later. Yep. We'll we'll talk about this later. Yeah. So you're full. You don't want to fart. All many Yeah, these are all good reasons. Yeah, so full is my, would be my reason. Yeah. I'm like, it's a lot happening. Even without the baby. It's a small territory. Intestines, stomach. So I'd make up so many excuses like, Oh man, didn't you say you once would love watching Love and Hip Hop? So, like, I just make up anything. And then I, I, know, I know, sad. But then after a while, I was like, listen, you're an adult. You can't make excuses any longer. And then now I just become a team player. And um, not even, not that he has asked, like, you know. You're, it's like your own internal decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, your own internal monologue about like, being a team player. Now it's like a sign up log. Like the other day, I was like, would you like to have sex later? Oh, it's like, oh, oh my gosh. True. Interesting. I mean, that's real though, and that's I think real. that's what that's what Sin was saying. She was like, "Oh, but then like we put the baby down, and then I'm tired, and we only have a couple hours." And mm-hmm. I was like, "I think that you're gonna have to sacrifice sleep on part of that. Mm-hmm. Just like you might decide to send emails or clean the toilet or run to the store, watch Love and Hip Hop, watch mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. One of those times you're gonna have to like take one for the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have to say, it's like um, having sex is like." running for me mm. it's like one of those things like you don't want to get up and do it but then when you're, then in, when you're, you're doing like, it it's like why didn't i want to do this elise doesn't feel the same way because you love having sex shut i like up. having sex too but you love <laughs> you love <laughs> sex chronicles over here <laughs> chronicles says the person that probably has had a thousand times more sex than me in the past year nonsense i can absolutely count Anyways, we won't get all that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, so I, it took me a really long time. I will give this. Mm-hmm. It took me a really long time to have sex after birth. Mm-hmm. Um, for, a, for a myriad of reasons. One large reason is that my partner and I, uh, Sergeant's father, we're not together. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm banging a whole new person. You had to like find, mm. you didn't have a built in. I mean, I just went back in time. Ooh, I, I pulled from the archives. That's well, chronicle. That's I love your tried story. and true method. <laughs> tried and true. It worked. You know, I don't because there was a time where I was like, "Yeah, God, my mom listens." I know. Uh, <laughs> just stop, mom. <laughs> Take the headphones down out Please, now. Just stop now. But there was absolutely a time where I was having 
lots of crazy, wild Ooh. sexual escapades. But now Chronicle. that I'm yes, you can read about some of them. Yeah. But now that I'm older, um, it's like a lot more spiritual for me. And I'm like, oh, I'm inviting someone into my body and my aura and my temple, and I just don't have time to be taking on other people's mm-hmm. energy and they shit. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't have sex for a really long time. Then I had some sex recently. Do you have to prepare still? Yes, that's See, another like thing. Because mentally? No, like, no, like, the, like, like physically. physically. I feel like I'm like back cosmetic. in Cosmetic. Total which, cosmetic, pre- which is fun. Which is fun, it's I guess. It's actually really fun. So <laughs> I'm washed, so I can't. I need to Because you, Because you're like with someone. And you know, when you get comfortable, it's less of a thing. It's like, yeah. nah, I didn't shower, nah, whatever. But like, what are you going to do? When you got to prep and you yeah. got to like get a babysitter. It's a plan. Yeah. I had to make that sure there was cute. child care. Maybe, maybe that's like advice for sin. Boom. Yeah. Get a babysitter. Yeah. Make it a thing. Make it like there that. There you go. Make yeah. it like that. Because I was like, what bra and panties am I going to wear? I need to shave. You know, how am I going to lotion? Yeah. What am I wearing? I had an extra pair of panties in my bag. You know. In case you were like, I went the wrong way or to wear later. All of the above. <laughs> Just like, like you know, change. you got to pack your like your whole bag. So you walk into his house slippery already. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> yes. I don't think we know the answer to that. You don't have to answer, Elise. Right. No, we know. Thank you. I was ready. Let's just say she was. Let's just say she was prepared. Okay. I was ready. I was prepared. That's I had great. a great time. Be prepared. And it made me feel <laughs> like I'm old, but it made me feel young again. It was just like super fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So I appreciated that. It was a reminder of like a part of myself that I hadn't activated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all the things. Get fucking in tune with your inner child. Mm-hmm. Meditate. Go out and dance. Mm-hmm. Have sex. Find a new person to have sex with. I yeah. think that a lot of moms will relate to that when... Because family structures are very different. Everyone's mm-hmm. not with the partner that they have a child with. Mm-hmm. And there's a big, there's a lot of taboo around being a new mom and then dating again or just casually hooking up yeah. again. And I like, love that you're sharing this. I love But that. it's also like, Thanks. it's so stupid because we see people with kids and new partners. How do you think that they found them? How does True. it happen? It doesn't True. just happen. People just meet people. True. That's all. You, but you have to try. You do. And there's a whole new level of... Like confidence and also insecurity in the same way of like my body and how I'm moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, this doesn't, my stomach doesn't look the way it did last time I saw this person, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? That's totally fine. It's fine. You're also and nobody's thinking confident, about that. So. Thanks. But, but yeah. also, I think like that's like one of those things when you really break it down. Like, it's like, if I'm having sex with someone, like if they're thinking about how my stomach looks, I don't want to be having sex with them. Uh uh-uh. uh. Also, like, that's not where your lame. head's supposed to be. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what, not what you should be thinking about. Right. Don't worry about that. And if you're worrying about it, let's stop. Totally. <laughs> I could go home. So, Sin, listen. Get out there. What? Wait, does Sin, does she have a, is she with her partner? Yeah, she has a okay. husband. Mm-hmm. Sin has a husband. So, so Sin, don't get out there. <laughs> Stay in there. Metaphorically. Just make it, <laughs> make it new. Metaphorically. Make, make it, it new. new. Make it new. Get yes. excited. Get a babysitter. Get a friend to hold my baby for a yeah. second. Hold my baby for a second. Or a night. Or a night. Get some new underwear. Mm-hmm. Pack some panties in your bag. Get a hotel room. Yes. You know? Get a hotel room. Ho- Airbnb. Best. That's cute. I'm, I'm like mentally writing all this down. Do it. It's because crazy. a lot of us 
as new moms, we neglect our partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know? true. And you can't. Yeah. Also, like men are so fucking sensitive. <sighs> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a witness. Hey, yes. I'm like, I don't know. I have a baby inside of me. What do you want? What, you what want? else you want? Do you have a lot of sex while pregnant? No, I'm like not into it. It's mm-hmm. like I feel full a lot. This eating thing, though. Mm-hmm. But I'm like also like if I don't eat, I'm like a ravenous beast because mm. I'm hungry all the time. Yep. So it's like this, it's like, where's the window and the sweet spot? And I'm also tired. So it's like this weird thing of like, if I'm not full, but I'm not too tired, but I'm also... Girl, mm-hmm. roll over on your side. Yeah, I know. Girl. I mean, and then sometimes exactly as you were saying, it's like that kind of like, you know what? Well, you know, when you're doing it, you'll be happy to be doing it. So just do it. I have that. I have had that talk with myself as okay. well. <laughs> yeah we'll hug your husband later <laughs> he's fine he's great let me ask him he's wonderful for him. Mm-hmm. he is wonderful Women just generally have, but also in this way have more sex <laughs> yeah yeah it makes it better for all of us um if you want to ask us a question if you want to slide in our dms make sure to follow us at talk cool moms on instagram holla at us send us notes send us love Send us all the questions. Rue, thanks so much. Rue, thank, thank you. you. This was so fun. You know you have to come back when baby is yes. Baby X, because she doesn't have a name either. So. Oh. Uh, another stress. We'll get into that later. No, not a stress. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll thank you, you like for having me, y'all. Of course. Thanks for having Well, really thanks for fun. coming. Until next time. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. 